0: to introduce tonight's moderator, Megan Dahm. Megan Dahm is a columnist for the Los Angeles Times and the author of the best-selling essay collection, My Misspent Youth, and the critically acclaimed novel, The Quality of Life Report. She has written for many publications, including The New Yorker, Harper's, Vogue, and The New York Times. She has been a commentator for National Public Radio's Morning Edition, a contributor to This American Life, and has interviewed many guests for Zocalo. Her LA Times column, which appears every Saturday on the op-ed page, was the winner of the 2006 Southern California Journalism Award in Commentary. She is currently working on a book about real estate and identity, which will be published by Knopf in 2010.
1: Please welcome Megan Dom. Thanks for sticking around tonight. We are so lucky to be joined by the director of the film you just saw. Philippe Claudel is perhaps best known as a writer. Um, He's the author of what I thought were uh, 18 books, but he just told me backstage that it's more like 24, and um, um, nine of them are novels. Most notably, the novel Grey Souls, which was published in 2003 and received many awards, including the Renaudot Award in France and the Martin Beck Award in Sweden. It was also shortlisted for the American Gumshoe Award. Uh, and he has a new novel called Brodeck, um, which is going to be published by Doubleday in the US uh, next spring, spring of 2009. Uh, Claudel was born in the town of Domball in northeastern France, where he still lives today. And he graduated from the University of Nancy, where he is currently a literature professor. I've Loved You So Long is his directorial debut, and we're very honored that he'll be talking about it with us tonight. So please help me welcome Philippe Claudel. Thank you so much. Um, Well, congratulations um, on the film, and um, thanks for coming all this way to to talk with us. Um, I read a couple of interesting things about your writing of the screenplay. Um, the first thing was that <coughs> excuse me, I'm having like fire, um, air, dry air uh, cough from the fire, so bear with me. The first thing I read was that your your first draft of the script was essentially the shooting script, which is very, very rare. So I want to talk about that a little bit. But I also read that you traveled to Lapland to write it. (laughs) And um, I believe that's in northern Finland. We associate Lapland with the place where Santa Claus lives. Um, uh, But I I think it's in Finland. And I believe that in the winter, there's only a few hours of light every day. Was this the secret to your success? Just no light?
2: (laughs) No, I don't know exactly. But uh, (laughs) uh, it was a special... uh, Trip with my wife and, and and my daughter and my daughter was maybe eight at this period, and uh, with my my wife uh, we wanted to to show the real country of Santa Claus, you know, <laughs> and uh, especially during the Christmas period it, it was a uh, it was amazing. Uh, uh, holiday, because uh, during this period, uh, it's a very long night, you know, and with only two hours uh, uh, of, of day by day, and uh, everywhere there is a snow, very cold, and uh, darkness, and for me, it's a wonderful condition for writing, because uh, it's uh, like a uh, very deep travel, you know, and uh, I like uh, to write during the winter. Uh, during the, the summer in my country, I prefer to to be outside. The reason why uh, it will be impossible to write in LA for me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you haven't uh, you haven't signed on to write the next uh, Spider-Man or anything like that. <laughs> Well, you know, there's always, you know, th- you've only just arrived, I think, so uh, be careful what happens over the next few days. Well, I- I'm curious about the script. Um, the process of, you know, you're, you're a writer, and um, there's, there's nothing, I guess it's not terribly unusual for a writer to be enlisted to write a screenplay, but it's not every writer that gets entrusted with the cameras and the budgets and the actors and everything that goes into directing a film. So can you tell us a little bit about uh, how you came to to direct this movie
2: it 's not strange because w- when I was a, a student's, uh, student student uh, i I made studies of literature and movie in the same times you know, and during this period i uh, I tried to to do a different uh, short movie with friends and we are uh, together we are in the same time uh, actors and directors uh, editors producers. It was a very uh, exciting and, and funny uh, uh, period, but uh, the result was very ugly, it, uh, constantly bad. But, so, it's, uh, it was very exciting. You know, we, we, uh, we were very young and uh, very hopeful, and uh, after the time passed, and uh, it's a uh, different world, and uh, I wrote since my uh, very young age. I, I started uh, writing maybe at when I was uh, eight or nine, you know. And uh, it's a real uh, passion for me. And uh, it's impossible to, to uh, imagine my life without uh, writing process but uh I think the most important thing in my life is the elaboration the creation of pictures sometimes I, I need words for for make for, for make pictures sometimes i, I need colors because i i am I was painter too sometimes I need a camera movie and uh since uh, Ten years. I I wrote uh, screenplays for different French directors and producers, you know, and uh, it's a normal process when you are, you are a screen player. It's very uh, interesting work, but uh, uh, step by step, you you have the desire to have a total control of your creation, you know. And uh, two or three years ago, when I uh, wrote this story, a uh, story of uh, Juliet and Lea, I was sure uh, that would be my first movie because uh, I have a n- n- very good sensation and I imagine all the movie in my mind. Uh, mm-hmm. I knew exactly what I wanted with the light, what I wanted with the actresses, with, with the sound, with you know, with the uh, movement of camera, movie or not, etc. And uh, by uh, I have very big chance because at the same time I meet a producer and uh, this producer. Uh, I like very, very much the screenplay and uh, uh, give me the opportunity to to, to, uh, to become a director.
1: Now, I'm, I'm curious... But I,
2: I'm not yeah. sure I am director, you know. It's uh, it's a first movie. It's just one movie. I'm not sure I write a two. Uh, I try to, to, to do uh, my best. Uh, I try to explore different ways, uh, with, uh, with sincerity and with uh, honesty. It, I think it's the most important thing. It, it's, not a, it's not a job, you know. It's not a business. It's, it's an attitude in, in my life. It's impossible to imagine my life without this uh, art dimension.
1: So do you feel, just picking up on that, I, I, you feel like you're not a director yet? Or do you feel like you... Do you feel that you will go on and direct other films? Or
2: Yes, sure. Because uh, I'm very lucky because this movie in France, it was a, a big success, you know? And uh, when you want to, to make a movie, you need money because it's very expensive. It's not the same case when I... I'm, uh, when I write a novel, uh, it's not expensive. I'm alone with my laptop. No, a- alas,
1: you know? it costs practically nothing to write <laughs> and, a novel. But it's
2: it's different, and uh, so uh, this movie uh, have been a success in France, and uh, I have the opportunity to 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 make a second movie, and uh, it's wonderful. And uh, after this year, it was a crazy year for me because. Uh, uh, with uh, this success and uh, the release in different countries I, uh, I, I am like a little satellite, you know, mm-hmm. around the, the world. It's very exciting, but it's uh, it's not the normal life. I, I'm just a simple guy, you know. I I'm, I'm like to live in my uh, small town. I like fishing, uh, climbing on the mountain, and uh, <laughs> I like. Uh, uh, to do nothing <laughs> but I think it's the best activity in her life <laughs> to dream and uh, drink wine with a friend and uh, so uh, so next year I, uh, I hope uh, I will have again a, a simple life and it's a best condition for me for uh, start a new a new screenplay and, and a new novel
1: And yet, you had this extraordinary opportunity to work with these two actresses. Um, I I guess we should talk about Kristen Scott Thomas. What an amazing performance she gave. It it Um, was not. She, um, I mean, congratulations to you. She's
2: totally amazing, but it it, it was not my first choice. (laughs) This is being recorded, so maybe. My first choice was was Robert De Niro, but he wasn't free.
1: (laughs) Well, one of the no, thing. It's
2: ju- yes. Uh, <laughs> when I when I wrote uh, character of uh, Juliet, uh, it it was uh, without ID, You know, uh, I don't uh, knew exactly uh, uh, who I, I I wanted. But when uh, when the the project. Uh, Have been uh, uh, a possibility, a reality. I I make in my mind, in my brain, an ideal casting, and uh, in this casting, I I saw the face of Christine, but a different face because uh, we we know the wonderful woman, the the glamour actress, you know, and uh, I. I wanted to uh, imagine another face, the, the face of Juliet, but with Christine, and uh, Christine is a—it's uh, a paradox in France because she lived in France uh, since uh, 28 years. You know, she speaks perfectly uh, French. It's not my case with English. Uh, I apologize. <laughs> and you're doing quite but, well. Uh, she she's like a french people you know but curiously uh, she is uh, for my opinion uh, underemployed in french movies before this one and it was interesting for me to to propose this this part uh, at christine and uh, i remember the first uh, day of the shooting when for the first time i saw Christine uh on the screen of my monitor it was a amazing impression I'm because c- i, I, I at, at this moment i was sure it was uh, the right person and uh, maybe uh the character is is good but without actress uh, there is not character, you know. It's well, the way she physically
1: embodies the role is so striking. I mean, her coloring is just is ashen, and I was I was curious if you had had perhaps a series of conversations with her before you you know beforehand about just what she would look like in the movie because there's a certain courage that's necessary for a, a glamorous actress to to look. I mean, she certainly looked beautiful, but she wasn't glamorous. She's almost ashen. She almost looks like prison, which I, I yes. assume is intentional.
2: It was very important to uh, to try to catch this reality of the destruction operated by, by the prison, you know. And uh, the first thing I asked uh, uh, Christine during her first meeting, it was, uh, uh, I wanted to destroy your beauty, you know. <laughs> and uh, she still said you, yes. Are you okay? And she said, uh, yes, sure. But... It's not simple to destroy the beauty of Christine. Uh, but, so, I, I wanted to, to work with, uh, yes, with uh, truth, with sincerity. Yet, uh, it it was impossible to, to show a beautiful face uh, uh, after uh, 15 years uh, in prison, you know. And uh, I wanted, with the first picture of this movie, I wanted to, uh, to shock the audience, you know, because... Uh, all the audience in France have uh, a ideal portrait of Christine in a, in a mine. Uh, so I remember during the first screening in France uh, uh, some people uh, don't believe that uh, on the screen is Christine Scott Thomas. And uh, with a uh, special light with a uh, special uh, clothes. Do do you see? This a uh, very heavy coat, too too big for her, and with uh, uh, I shoot with makeup. It was mm-hmm. very important, you know, because uh, um, without makeup, I I think we uh, we have the possibility to to read uh, the the life. On the, on the skin. Oh, she
1: had no makeup on at all? No. Really? No,
2: except, except during the scene uh, where the two sisters uh, uh, prepare for oh, going to dance, you know. Yeah. It is very special because uh, there is makeup and uh, she, she, she don't know use makeup at this moment, you know and uh, the result is it's not beautiful it's uh, we we feel a um, a woman uh, uh, it's, it's this woman is not juliet he tried to to go to dance but uh, deep inside she's uh, uh, still in the in the darkness in the encampment
1: yeah well, obviously, the main <laughs> conceit of the film has to do with the audience wondering all the way through what exactly, what crime Juliet has committed. And when we learn the true circumstances, it's shocking on, on many levels, but I, I suspect for, for American audiences, literalists that we are, um, there may be some lingering questions, particularly about what happened exactly during that trial. Because it's hard, it was hard for me to sort of Imagine that in a case like this, where you have a, a dying child who's suffering terribly, um, there would be such a unilateral uh, demonization of this of this person. So, could you talk a little bit about how, in your mind, you pictured that trial? Did you have a sort of backstory? Um, did you did you have a, an idea of what what went on at that trial? Why she was so alone with it?
2: It's difficult to explain that. Uh, I don't know exactly. Uh, I, I think uh, the most important thing for me—it's maybe it's not a uh, good uh, answer, but the most important thing for me, it was to uh, to to paint uh, a portrait of uh, of a dead woman who step-by-step step return to, to, to the life and to the light, you know. And uh, the choice of Juliet is a, uh, was a terrible choice. It was a choice between the love and, and, the, and, the, and the death, you know. And uh, I wanted to show an uh, ordinary woman. And this ordinary woman like uh, like me like uh, like us you know uh, at a moment in her life there happened a terrible events and uh, i th- i think there is not more terrible event l- than like this event and uh, i wanted to explore this this uh, destruction and I wanted to, to show the choice of the silence. Uh, Juliette refuse for herself the life after the drama.
1: After the actual event or after she's out of prison?
2: Uh, or
1: both, really?
2: The prison is a, it's not a human prison Sure, it's human prison, but it's metaphor too. Maybe uh, um, it's a self-punishment, you know. I I think Juliet is an outlaw. An outlaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very
1: much. And
2: maybe uh, a few centuries ago, she chose uh, to be a nun in a monastery with Mm. a silence rule, you know. Mm -hmm. But... uh, it's not, uh, it's not uh, the case, no. And the, the, the prison, it's a self-punishment. And there is a world in the middle of our world, but without the others. Right. And it was very important for me to show, after the release of the prison, the importance of the others. Because with the help of the others, very slowly, Juliet go until the light. You yeah,
1: know? you you really do a remarkable job of showing that that arc. I mean, the pacing is very um, it's it's very well handled. And you you really, you know, you see this her sort of unfolding um, at, a, at a rate that I think is, is very believable. And, and you know, when the moment where she says, I was already, I, I didn't care if I went to prison, I was already in prison. I mean, I think that says a lot. And I, I understand that you taught in a prison for many years. You, you taught French. Yeah. I, I can only imagine that, that that Juliet came out of that experience. It was, was she based on women that you saw or people you saw?
2: No, no, exactly. It's not a true story, you know, it's
1: Not that it's a true story, but you know, just that, uh, that uh, internal no, darkness.
2: No, uh, during 11 years, I, I, I was teacher in a prison.
1: 11 and, uh, years?
2: 11 years, yes. It's long, it's, it's short in the same time, you know, <laughs> because uh, the life passed very fast. And, but it, it was a very important experience for me. Because during this period, I I discovered uh, this special world and uh, I discovered nothing is simple, you know. And uh, like uh, Michel uh, said in the movie, uh, the border is very, very, uh, how do you say, mass, uh, thin, Thank (laughs) thank you. Uh, the border is very thin and uh, I discovered that the the people in in prison was like me you know it was not a monster it was not animals and uh, so after this experience I I was a a different man and uh, the character of Michel is uh, a little autobiographic mm. character, with the same air. Uh, and uh,
1: did you did you grade your students based <laughs> on their um, belly rings and uh, <laughs> and uh, thong underwears?
2: <laughs> it was it was very strange, you know. No uh, answer.
1: See, he doesn't answer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I uh, during the shooting. Uh, I, I say uh, constantly to uh, Laurent Greville, the uh, actor, uh, "You, uh, you are my uh, porte parole, my uh, my double in uh, in a movie, and uh, the, the the experience in jail and uh, the episode with the painting of the young lady, it's uh, very close to my life. Just that."
1: Wow. Well, I think um, it's time to take questions from the audience. Yes. So, um, Good evening, folks. Yes, it's now time to begin our Q&A portion of our uh, interesting interview tonight.
0: We want to remind you that this is being recorded for podcast, so all questions must be asked into the microphone. Just raise your hand and wait for a Lo staff to get to you. Um, also, at this time, our donation buckets are going to be going around, and we do appreciate any and all support. So, do you have questions? Thanks. Question to your left, Uh, Hi, could you hold it a little bit away? Uh, My name is Dorothy. Uh, It seemed to me, tell me if I'm on the right track, that not just Juliet was in prison, but that many of your characters were in prison. That the, the grandfather was in the prison of no longer being able to communicate, and the grandmother was in the prison of her Alzheimer's where she couldn't recognize her daughter any longer and the parole officer in his own private Orinoco. And did, did you intend it that way, that they were all in prison?
2: Yes, it was very important for me to uh, to make uh, variations about these themes, you know. And uh, I work like, uh, maybe like a musician sometimes. And it was... Uh, uh, a direction of my work in this movie to uh, to to keep this same of the prison and to put a real prison metaphoric prison and different aspects of the prison because i I think uh, we are all uh, in cage more or less you know but uh, with uh, Silence with a secret, with a illness, with a old age, uh, with a secret of the birth, like uh, uh, children in in this movie. So it's it's a metaphoric prison, and uh, it is possible to uh, to escape. I don't know exactly, but uh, I I wanted to uh, to work. With this variation and uh, I wanted to show uh, the hope is in uh, the possibility to live together and mm? uh, I think uh, maybe we can consider out to uh, that Juliet it's uh, too uh, egoist or egocentric you know because uh, after uh, this terrible act, she refused uh, the help of the others, the help of her parents, of sister. And uh, because at this moment, uh, she she don't trust the others, you know? And uh, maybe the the great lesson in, in this story It's a discovery of the importance of the others. And uh, I think um, my most important idea in in, uh, this story is uh, without the others, we are nothing, you know. But together, we can maybe to have hope, light, love in our life.
0: Mr. Claudel, we have a question to your right here. Hello. My name is John Dembager. Uh Thank you for this wonderfully, silently powerful film. Uh, I want to ask you, cinematically and or directorially, who influenced you or inspired you with this
2: film? My, my influence? Do, 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 know, do you want to know my influence? My,
1: what, what filmmakers inspired you? Yes. Right. Uh... <laughs> uh
2: Maybe for, for this movie, uh, I was very inspired by uh, Claude Sauté, a French director, very famous, and talented. Uh, talent fool is dead now. Sauté uh, makes different movies, and uh, each movie of Sauté is... a uh, piece of life you know, and a, a great uh, portrait of uh, relationship between the human being and in the same time uh, sote had a real uh, sociologic uh, touch it it, 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 it 's a very perfect mixed uh, the other uh, Filmmaker, I, I in my mind,
1: or even writers, I think you're asking about. Writer, also, yeah. but
2: there is an other uh, filmmaker. Uh, I have a big fan of Nani Moretti, and especially with uh, La Chambre du Fils. It's an amazing movie about a terrible uh, event, uh, and uh, I remember. When I uh, when I I, uh, I saw this movie, I was very impressed by the big economy of the shooting of the filming. You know, uh, it it was a, a great lesson for me. When do you have a very uh, sensible story, very strong story, maybe? We uh, we have to choose a simple uh, style for shooting, you know. And writer.
1: Mm. Well, I may have put words in your mouth. If you can't, <laughs> there's nothing no, worse it, than being asked, and then there
2: was no writer in uh, in uh, in this. Um, I don't remember. I. Uh, No, m- m- painters, yeah, no writer. There is um, painters, uh, there is a different uh, scene like a reference uh, to um, Edouard Hopper. Well, I remember one, one, one scene uh, I composed like a, a painting of Hopper uh and uh, I try with my director of photography to uh, have a, a light uh, like uh, uh george de Tour like you know with a clair obscure hmm? so uh hmm. but maybe uh, there is a many many unconscious uh reference
0: We have a question here in mid section up front. Hi, my name is He Chung. and as I was watching the movie, I was reminded of a, another uh, kind of miniseries I saw on TV where Kristen Scott Thomas played a woman who had been a nun in a convent with, uh, you know, where they were silent. Have you ever seen this, or did you know that she did play a nun in that kind of, or a woman who comes out of the uh, convent
1: to rejoin the world.
2: Uh, I'm not sure I, uh, I could understand your question. Oh, she's
1: saying that Kristen Scott Thomas, was this, this was an American, this was a, a television sh- show in the US? Uh, it was
0: made by the BBC, oh. uh, it was on PBS, maybe uh, in the early 1990s, but she played a, a woman who was a nun in a convent for 15 years or so, and and then her brother commits suicide and she has to come out of the convent in order to help out his family. So she played a very, in some ways, a very similar character, and so I thought it was a very interesting kind of um, doppelganger of that other uh, character she played.
2: I will try to to watch this series (laughs) now. (laughs) Thank you.
0: We have a question here to your right.
1: Don, my name is Don Cannon. You have a wonderful movie here with really strong roles for women, and yet conventional wisdom in Hollywood is not to make a film like that. Is there something about you or the French that that um, that you
2: broke that tradition and and made this wonderful movie with these really strong roles for for these two women? I, I don't know exactly, you know, because uh, this movie, it's it not in the mood in this moment in, in France. It's uh, very classic, you know, and uh, uh, the screenplay are, have a big importance, and at uh, the same time, the silence, too. Uh, I, I wanted to, to work uh, without words and try to uh, to... To explain different feelings w- without words. And, uh, my, my camera movie, uh, is not crazy, you know. Just, uh, I try to put my camera movie at the right place. And, uh, I try to use, uh, hits like, a, uh, like a scalpel, you know. But I think I, I, want, I, I, don't I wanna... wanted to, excuse me, I wanted to, uh, Mm. Yes, to, to, to keep the the skin and the soul of the character with my camera movie, and my uh, my ed- editing, it's very classic too, you know. So it's not uh, uh, it's not in the French mood, you know. And uh, I don't know exactly if uh, there is in a French touch in in this movie. I don't know exactly if. Uh, uh, French screenwriter, French director, uh, is able to uh, to explore this uh, uh, relationship or this uh, portrait of uh, of woman. I'm I'm not sure uh, I'm like uh, the others.
1: But I guess I think for a lot of us are curious. In France, is there a sense that it's not commercially viable to make a movie about two women? Because in the United States, it's it's always a leading man and you know a, a love interest. Is that um, stigma n- not present in, in Europe as much?
2: So, in France, we, we are a big chance. Uh, there is a creative country, you know, and uh, during one year, maybe, um, we produce uh, between 200 and 200, 220 or 30 movies in different genres and uh, there is a real open space but in the same times uh, it's a market too you know and uh, this movie uh, have been possible with uh, a small budget. It was impossible to uh, imagine to to produce uh, a first movie with this story it's not a comedy, it's not a thriller, with a, a big budget. But I think it's a chance for me. It's better to work with a small budget because uh, I was totally free, you know? I chose my cast, I chose my uh, technician team, my, my decor, my uh, editing, I have a final cut. It's a... I'm like a king you know I'm like (laughs) yes I'm like a not a king like a child you know it it was my wonderful toy my wonderful game and uh, every morning uh, I was the first on the stage and uh, every morning uh, I told me it's it's incredible it's like a dream it's your movie <laughs> you you have the possibility to 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 make your movie and i i want i want for the second movie uh, i want to have the same condition i don't want a big budget i want work with a small budget for to to have the uh, same freedom you know
1: wise, wise man you are. Do we have time for, what What are we doing? One last question. One more question. Far back
0: to the left, uh, as I mentioned this would be the last question of the night. Thank you. Hi, Jay Ellis,
2: uh, certainly a fantastic movie, just so rich and rewarding. Thank you. Uh, can you share with us some of your memorable or remarkable experiences as a director as you approached your first directorial uh, creation here where where was the magic? where were the moments of greatest challenge all the all the things you faced yes it, it's a it 's a real challenge, and I like that uh, you know i I make uh, many many sport and uh, I like a very strong sport like uh, climbing on a triathlon and uh, it 's a long long effort and i, I it's it 's the same case when uh, when I, I uh, direct this movie and uh, the shooting, it's a climax period. Uh, it's uh, exciting and uh, very, uh, um, very tiring at the same time. But uh, it, there is a big difference between my uh, activity of writer. When I write, i start and i stop when i want you know during the shooting and during the uh, production process it's impossible to stop it's uh, like a crazy car <laughs> and maybe uh the day after uh, will be the crash you know but uh so it was a first experience and it was a great lesson for me and uh Maybe for the second I uh I will be less obsessed by the total control because in this uh with this movie I, I wanted all control, you know. And uh it's it it was not always easy for an actress. Hmm? Because I, I was a little dictator sometimes, <laughs> and uh, you were
1: saying you were difficult to work with. Usually, <laughs> the director calling the actresses difficult to work with.
2: No, it it was very fine. Um, it was very uh, peaceful um, shooting, you know. Uh, except during maybe uh, two or three times we uh, we have a very big fight with Christine. But it, it was nice. It was necessary, especially uh, just before the shooting of the last scene uh, on the stair, you know, uh, the cathartic scene. We, it was amazing. We have a terrible fight between us and uh, I remember Christine uh, with uh, with her foot broke and a very beautiful table. <laughs> and uh, so...
1: <laughs> so she was angry at you in that scene.
2: <laughs> but uh, we are very close and and we are, we have the same desire to work uh, together again and uh, i hope uh, it will be possible
1: i will we hope so too thank you so much philippe claudel thank you wonderful thank, thank you for you. coming